Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Real Slice brought to you by perfectingpizza.com. Check out the website, perfectingpizza.com for all the tools it takes to run a successful pizzeria. Packages start as low as $24.99 a month. Our newest offering is the Pizza Coach Program. For $99.99, you get all the goodies of the website. Plus, you get access to ask questions to the experts, Tony Gemini, Scott Anthony, Siler Chapman, and myself, Nick Bogaz, directly through a special online portal on the website. Want a second set of eyes on your floor plan? No recipe need troubleshooting? Opinion and direction through an employee situation? Need someone to give a quick review of your menu or your P&L? This is the program for you, an expert for you to lean on in the pizza industry. Also, a special mention for one of our newest partners, Moving Targets. They do an amazing job with new residential mailers, direct mail, social media, and email marketing. Check them out at movingtargets.com. And if you're a member of perfectingpizza.com, you get an exclusive discount of $100 after you use their service for three months. Just log in to our partner page for complete details. Now on to the show. And let me welcome in our special guest today, Laura Meyer, Audrey Kelly, Georgia Capricio, and Nicole Bean, the women of pizza. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Thanks, Yes, sir. Great to have you. It's, it's so great to, uh, we're doing a little Zoom call, so it's so nice to see everyone's faces today. And, you know, it's been a really unique year that's been behind us. And uh, there seems like there's definitely been a movement in the pizza industry. And that's why I'm so excited to have everybody on today to kind of talk about that movement and kind of what everybody's been doing in the last year and, and how the, the ebbs and flows of the, of the business has, be, has been. Um, Laura, would you like to jump in and kind of tell us what you've been up to and, and um, give us a background on the, on the movement and, and everything that you've been doing recently? Yeah, well, uh, Women in Pizza is what really kind of brought us together in the beginning. Um, I think it's been almost a, two years now uh, since we've started, but Orlando Foods and Caputo kind of kick-started everything and really kind of started a movement that was centered around women in the pizza industry. And so it didn't necessarily mean just pizza makers, but it meant kind of anyone's involvement in and around the pizza industry. And it was great because it kind of gave us a place virtually and physically, but uh, a place to kind of come together, whether it was to kind of be able to brag about our accomplishments or just ask questions or even just meet new people. And it was kind of a great uh, way to bring us all together. And from here on out, we've kind of been uh, definitely been present at a lot of different events uh, like the Las Vegas Pizza Festival this past uh, 2019, actually, now that I think about it instead of 2020. Uh, but then also, of course, at the Caputo Cups um, and then at Pizza Expo, all these kinds of different things. And then personally, as of late, um, San Francisco just reopened for outside dining as of today. So I'm kind of excited for that. Uh, we've been under a pretty good lockdown for a while. We had like a glimmer of hope for a while and then they took it away. So <laughs> we're back to outside dining and we're just kind of full speed ahead. And I'm doing a focaccia pop-up where I'm just making massive amounts of focaccia. 
And so far, everyone's been loving it. And yeah, that's kind of me. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it sounds like um, you were able to open up for the outside dining. I'd imagine it's kind of cold in San Francisco this time of year. Yes. Uh, well, not as cold as it is for some of you because we don't get snow in the Bay Area. But the rest of us are complaining because it's 45 degrees and windy. But <laughs> um, <laughs> it's currently raining right now. But uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I think everyone's just excited excited about the prospect of being able to go outside and mingle of sorts. So. Yeah, that's great. And uh, Audrey Kelly, would you like to hop on and kind of give us uh, how you've been and what's going on out there in in Boulder, Colorado? Yeah. um, We've been fortunate enough that um, we've had outdoor dining most of the time, but my restaurant is a little more fast casual. So we've just been doing to goes the whole pandemic, which was actually really fortunate. We've been doing really well with it. So we've been really lucky. Um, and I don't think we'll change back until it's like a hundred percent capacity in our restaurant. But in terms of the women in pizza, the pandemic's actually been a really interesting thing because for me, at least I feel more, conne- not more connected because I don't get to see people in person, but I've been, I think like following people more closely on Instagram and different social medias and like trying to keep in touch a little bit more. And I don't know about everyone else, but just like kind of being in my own bubble gets a little, not like depressing, but you know, I always look forward to like seeing people at Expo and seeing people at different competitions. And without that, it's been really hard. So it's been hard to like kind of be doing my own thing and staying inspired. So it's, I think seeing not only the other women in pizza, but other pizza friends, just like seeing what they're doing and how they're pushing through is like really helped me during this time to stay productive and stay motivated. Yeah, I think we've been really lucky uh, in the pizza industry because I've been saying since the beginning, people just want a slice of normalcy and we, we can give them that, you know, and it's... Um, that's a really good line. Yeah. <laughs> so so that, that's, you know, you're right. It, it's been definitely a different year in the social aspect of it and just the mental part of it's been a strain. But I think you know, we've been lucky, our segment of the restaurant industry that, you know, we do have pickup and delivery and we're built that for that for years and years, really. Yeah, I think we, like the pizza industry in general has done better than most restaurants, which I feel super thankful for. At least in Boulder, I think we were like one of like maybe four other places. Now I think there's like another four pizzerias opening in the next couple months here. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. More power to them if they want to put out a good product. Um, I'm happy to have them. It'll, it's just, it's a big shift, I think, in the industry in general. For sure. And Georgia, how how are you doing there? Hi. Hi, Good. welcome in. Thank you. Thank you. So for me, it's like a kind of more tough because I think in New York is the, the city that is more like a, that. You can see really, I never saw, you know, New York in this way. So for now, we just do to go and delivery, which is, you know, my major uh, it was before my major also income and but I continue to push and do marketing to promote uh, because I cannot do outdoor because it's too cold and the area is completely dead because I was working with the uh, you know, office uh, theater so that people left the city completely and you know talk with other people in the industry more with the you know pizza maker 
uh, as you know, everybody say before, we are super, super lucky that we make pizza. So it's really easy to delivery and everybody want pizza, everybody love pizza. So at least the one times a week, you know, people order. Yeah, and it seems like New York is one of those states that got hit the hardest really, like, you know, Doesn't really got matter shut down. Make it? Yeah. Yes. Very much Completely. so. But, you know, finger crossed, they got the, the government say that maybe they are, you know, doing some plan for reopening. So we are waiting for. Yeah, time will tell, that's for sure. You know, with the vaccines going on too, I think it's, you know, hopeful at, at the very least. So, uh, Nicole, and how are you doing down there in Texas? Can you give us the, the rundown of how you're doing? Absolutely. Uh, we are doing well, uh, personally. We're doing really great. Um, through the pandemic, it's kind of been this really fun roller coaster of are we 25, 50, or 75% dining? No one knows. Every day is a new day. So, you know, they were at 75%. And then all of a sudden, the next day, it was 50%. Um, us personally, we've kind of stayed at a 50% dining capacity once they pushed to 50. We really can't fit anything more in here um, in either of our locations just to maintain the social distancing, which is really hard because a lot of people don't really follow that social distancing very well, um, especially through travel. I know Brad and I have been kind of still traveling here and there to do a couple different things, but um, we've noticed that that social distancing of six feet is not necessarily mandatory. People are just kind of taking it as they see fit and it's very bizarre. But um, as far as a restaurant goes, we've been doing very well. Uh, we started with the pizza kits like everybody else did. And that kind of has dwindled off very quickly, um, especially towards the end of the year. We've seen less and less and less, but people are still ordering them. Um, come Thursday, Friday, we'll still see a couple, sometimes Saturday, um, enough to keep it available to people who want it, but nothing like it was when we first started. And um We've been working very heavily on our classes. We've kind of set up some new things. Um, we did classes for quite some time. And then obviously during the pandemic that basically killed it. We had a few people that were very interested in coming. So we took it only case by case. You could only come in as a private class, but that is picking back up again this January. I've already booked like six classes so far. So the pizza restaurants are doing very well out here. Like Audrey said, we've seen um, a couple new things coming up and we've had uh, other restaurateurs who were doing something prior to the pandemic um, that are now switching over to doing pizza, which is very bizarre. But at the same time, it's it's welcomed. You know, we, we don't feel any threat to more people. I think it's a competitive to have other pizzerias in there to kind of showcase, you know, other styles, but also showcase, you know, which, which styles are best and who likes what. And then also, you know, who's closest to you and we're fine with having the extra competition in town too. Yeah. I think it's interesting. We had a, a taco shop on our street that turned into pizza and tacos. So <laughs> kind of the same thing that everyone's just kind of gravitating towards it. Well, I think people think it's an easy as an easy transition and they see other uh, pizzerias doing well because it's 
meant for takeout meant for to go at least you know that's the idea of it people are like oh pizza that's meant to go it's probably very profitable um and where yes it is there's also still a lot to it um that makes a pizza good so just because you convert over to pizzeria doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be profitable the product still has to be good yeah absolutely Siler, would you like to hop in yeah good to see everybody hope all is well Sorry, it took a little bit, you know, um, Amber's in the hospital, so we're uh, running back and forth and trying to keep these trucks running, so it's been a little crazy around here, but we're, we're managing, so got the kids to school and dressed, and I'm, I'm proud of myself. I'm using now um, the vacuum cleaner to suck their hair up and uh, be able to put a ponytail on it, so that works good, because uh, I'm not good at any of that stuff, so without the wife, it's kind of it's kind of hopeless around here, but anyways, we're here, so... Um, but I am loving seeing this movement, Nick, of the whole women in pizza. Um, it, it's, it's phenomenal. And the women that we have on today, it's not just, hey, they sling some pizza. No, every one of their pizzas are phenomenal. You know, it's not like it's just mediocre or whatever. I mean, they're, they're making a staple and they're coming hard in the market. And I absolutely love that. So thank you ladies for all that y'all are doing and, and setting the bar really high for other ladies. You know, I've, I've got three little daughters and, and I just hope one day they can just be as just as good and, and great like you ladies. So keep up the good work out there. I'm so excited. My question is, Nick, you know, what is it a challenge for y'all? Knowing, you know, and, and I'm not saying a challenge, but, you know, y'all are coming out and, and stepping on a lot of toes. So meaning it's in a good way, I, I guess I would say it in a great way. Um, you're setting the bar so great. And I think as a woman, y'all have that knack of little detail that we men are missing. Is that fair to say, Nick? That um, that that they're more you know particular on certain things, and I think that also leads into greatness to that what they're doing. So I don't know, uh, Laura, you want to touch on that? I mean, you got so much going on out there of your your focaccia setup, you know, as a part time you know little side hustle. Um, what I mean, talk to me about that. Like you're in an industry of a lot of men, but y'all are dominating it and, and pushing forward on the movement. I love it. So. Yeah. When I first started, there were definitely, it was definitely kind of a, I'm the only one kind of a thing. (laughs) I'm the only one in the kitchen right now. That's a girl. Not that it really, you know, I think I'm pretty lucky in the sense that I don't really have too many horror stories of, you know, my gender standing out and like a lot of women have. Um, I think pizzerias are a little bit different in the sense as compared to other, let's say, hot kitchens, you know, things. um, It's just a little bit different. Um, I feel like the mentality in a pizzeria is a little bit different. And I think that kind of played to my benefit. Um, But it was definitely hard in the beginning because I came in in a management role, at least at Tony's in San Francisco. And so it was definitely a little bit hard because I was very young and very naive (laughs) as well as to what it was like, what it was going to take to succeed in the restaurant business in a major city. And so I definitely had some hurdles to jump when I first started. Um, But I think 
it was being able to to see the wider world of pizza, like Pizza Expo competitions, the other events that we do, um, and as well as being able to see the camaraderie that's within the, the pizza industry. I feel like that is something that sets us apart from other industries um, in that, yes, we are competitive, but we are also like one big, crazy, weird family. And it doesn't matter how long it, you know, it is between the first time we see each other to the next, we always kind of pick up where we left off. And when it comes to the women in pizza movement, it that was something that really kind of triggered with me in the sense of, okay, here's a group of women just like me that I didn't have before. It was kind of like, this is my own little gang that I didn't have before. And they're all in my back corner when I need them. They're always there when I need support, when I need uh, answers to questions that I don't have, when I need new ideas. Like they, it was just, it was like an, having another outlet. And that was a great resource to me. And so that's why one, one of the reasons why I really love the women in pizza movement in particular is because of course I knew all these ladies prior to women in pizza and how awesome they are, but it also opened up a lot of doors to women that I didn't know of as well. And a lot of resources that I didn't know of. Um, and so it's, it's been great. That's awesome to hear, you know, um, what, you know, and maybe this goes to Georgia. What is at the end of the day, what, what do y'all see and where this can grow to, you know, where, where do you see women of movement going to? I think we just start, you know, even start. <laughs> um, I think uh, we can do a lot more. Uh, you know, everybody have different styles, so I can approach a different kind of, of you know, a new, clients and new customers new people that want to you know uh, know more about our style but also new women they want to you know open uh, shop this thing is really what we every day we saw like in this moment with the covid and all that kind of stuff everybody uh, see you know us you know nicole say the other woman say that we saw a lot people change or open a pizza place but I think we need to teach and improve every day more because uh, you know we don't want mediocre stuff we don't want mediocre pizza this is why we also coming together and this is why we are making this kind of job every day with 100% of our patient, our, you know, and we want to improve, improve every day more. Uh, and I think this is why, like, with it, is our future is uh, to speak more, do a lot more events, talk more, more communication. Or, you know, you cannot open, you cannot be a chef like that. Oh, I, you know, I woke up and I be, you know, uh, you know, Laura and me and the other pizza maker, you go, we do a lot, you know, we work every day more than everybody else. Personally, in my experience, I work, you know, three times more because I was young when I started. I was the, you know, I was woman. I was the daughter of the boss. Nobody pay attention to me. They just make, oh, she's coming and play. No, I was not coming and play. 
and see day by day that, you know, people open their eyes and see, oh, they're making pizza, you know, they're making good pizza. Uh, so I think that is, you know, our goal to do every day more and more. Well, thank you for that, you know, and that's phenomenal. Now, Audrey, your your take on this, I mean, you've done so much. Um, you started with Tony and and you got a lot there, but you also come from a background of a, of a, a family of bakers, you know, so you understand the entrepreneur sideship as a young age, but then coming back to Boulder and saying, hey, let's let's open up Audrey's, you know, pizza garage. And you came out swinging hard in Boulder. So kind of give us, I mean, your take of where, where this could go for you guys and, and what, what, you know, what, where do you see it kind of going? And look, she's and Georgia is making beautiful pizza for us while we're doing the podcast. I absolutely love it. Keep up the good work over there. Um, yeah. Kind of piggybacking on what Laura and Georgia said. Um, I've been really fortunate that I've had a lot of support and people that like back me my whole career starting from my family to Tony to even like George's dad, Roberto, like has had my back at <laughs> numerous events. And I feel like kind of, to me, at least the point of the women in pizza movement is that, you know, like there's all these men that have always stood up for me and hopefully in the future, just by like us being in the forefront of the pizza industry, like eventually it'll be women having women's back. You know what I mean? So it'll be like more normalized. Like it won't have to be spotlighting women in pizza. It'll be spotlighting like the pizza maker, themselves um and just by creating like the support network that like caputo has and the world pizza champions you know it's like everyone's just supporting each other and i think it's really like celebrating the pizza maker themselves um in terms of like coming from a family of bakers i mean i was fortunate <laughs> like I, i've been very lucky in my life to like have so much support and like so many people that i can turn to for that but you know, I like my brother's my partner and I still, even though like my name is on the door, I still get people like asking for him instead of me, like, oh, can I talk to the owner? I'm like, well, that's me. But I don't know. I think it's a fantastic movement because it's, you know, it's, it's bringing more support to our community and hopefully it's just like normalizing the females in the restaurant industry, which it's not only in pizza, like you see it everywhere now. In Boulder, I think there's plenty of female chefs that are phenomenal. And I think all over the country now. So I think it's really like an industry-wide movement, um, which just, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And that and that's one thing me and Nick wanted to do was to get y'all on. And, and it's not about, oh, y'all are women or versus men. It's it's nothing about that. It's more. No, totally. You know, the, the, the whole thing that y'all are doing is great because there is other women in y'all's shoes that they don't know what's going on and to have a great support team like you ladies, I think is phenomenal to have out there. And we, and it's funny, 10 years ago, Laura, you remember this and Nick, you can't go down the street to the local pizzeria and, and just talk shop with them. You know, now everybody talks and has a good time and it's one big family. And I feel that that's important for the women that do own pizzerias, because there's so many out there that own pizzerias. The lady that taught me, she started, Carol Kessler. She She's a woman from Chicago, came to Waxhaw, North Carolina, opened up a pizza shop almost 30 years ago. And she's doing phenomenal, you know, and still in business today. So, you know, you look at that 
I just feel that we wanted to really share what y'all are doing and where can, you know, we catch you guys in, in the future at these big pizza pop-ups that are happening on the streets. Now, luckily, unfortunately, you know, with COVID that wasn't a thing this year, but, you know, moving forward, you know, I think 2022, we're going to get back to normal and, um, and hope to see you ladies out making pizzas all over the world, you know? So I'm excited about that. Nick, you want to chime in on that? Sure. Uh, you know, my, my question is, is like, what advice do you have for other women coming up in the industry or, or maybe even young girls that, that maybe their dads are the, um, is the owner of the company. And, you know, maybe people look at it like Georgia said that people, Oh, she's just coming into play, but really, you know, I think there's, there's a lot of, a lot of young girls out there that we see at these competitions that are uh, tagging along with dad. And then, you know, I think of uh, Paul, you know, with his young daughters out there that are always coming around and man, I think they could run circles around anybody in the kitchen, uh, probably grown men or it doesn't matter, you know? And I just think like, what's the advice you have to, to, the other women in pizza who maybe haven't joined onto the movement or they're still coming, coming up. Uh, Nicole. Uh, I, that's a great question. I'm really glad you asked me. Thank you, Nick. Um, being kind of similar to Georgia where my dad owned the restaurant um, and now he's handed the business over to me. It is um, definitely one of those situations. It's hard to get out from underneath the father figure of the business and kind of set your own precedence for the company. But for younger women coming into the industry, younger women who are working with their family, um, specifically their dad, and wanting to participate, um, it's, it's important for us. And just like Georgia kind of mentioned, like we're not here to play. We're here to work. Um, you know, our dads did not bring us into play. They brought us into work and they're showing us and guiding us the work mentality that is needed to run a successful business. And it's not play and it's not um, anything to joke about. You know, we're taken very lightly as women and especially daughters in the pizzeria and especially in the restaurant world is Oh, you know, they're just trying to get them, you know, to do something, keep them busy. No, we like it. We're invested in it. If we didn't, we would be out doing something other than playing with pizza. Yes, we like playing with pizza because we're good at it. Enjoy it. And for girls coming into the industry, don't wait for a man to tell you that you're good enough or that you can do it. It's great to have men like yourselves, you and Siler, who support us in everything that we're doing. Sorry. I wouldn't be here if it were for my dad. So, hey. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I love my great. dad. He is very supportive of everything that I've done. So, all of my hard work, everything that I've done, he's supported everything. Um, honestly, if I didn't get pushed into going to Tony's school and learning something else, our business wouldn't be here. And I love Brad because he's over here too. He's very supportive of me and everything that we do. I'm sorry to cry and be emotional about it. That's just who I am. I get very emotional about everything that we've done, all the stuff that we've built I worked very hard to continue on the business and push forward. And it makes me very sad that women are held down 
and told like you're not taken very seriously or you can't get a business loan because you're a woman and you won't be able to hold that position. Um, I know Brad and I've had this conversation a couple times, you know, he had a boss, a female boss who wanted nothing to do, but to push him down because she was the boss. She wanted to wear the pants in, in the company. And as much as I can support that she wanted to be, you know, the boss in it, that's, kind of a reason why he was like, I just don't think that I'm going to be able to follow you, Nicole. I don't think that I'm going to be able to get behind your motives because I feel like I'm going to be held down because you're a woman and you just want to push me down because you're in charge. And unfortunately that can happen sometimes, but we shouldn't be, we should take and take charge and say, Hey, yes, I'm in charge. I want you to be a part of it. I want you to be on board with everything that I'm doing, but I don't want to hold you back. And at the same time, I want you to support me. If I can support you, women should be brought up as well as men, just like as we're raising our children, I don't have kids, but you know, moms take a lot of time raising their kids and especially their, their young boys, they want them to be gentlemen and for them to turn around and say, Hey, cause you're a woman, I need to be in charge of you or on top of you. Um, and in the business aspect and, you know, you can't make those decisions because you're too emotional. Don't let a man do that to you for, for women coming into it, trying to take over for their dad's business, take lead, take charge, show them that you're, you're emotionally handle that and that you can do it. Yeah, all about it all. No, I, I think it's great that the way you shared that. You know, thank you for that. I, I think you made me. You know, publicly, I never really said this before, but I think it, it's relevant from what you just said. You know, I have I have um, my daughter's twenty, my son's eighteen, and my son has worked in the kitchen for you know as long as we've had the the businesses. My daughter's always worked. She's great with photography, so she's taken tons of our social media pictures. That's what she's done in the business. So she's very active in the business. And then she's also worked a ton in the, the back office. So, you know, what she always hears though, is everybody always says, uh, you know, when, when Perry takes over the business, you know, and she, everybody always says that because he's in the kitchen. So like, I think it's always been hard for her because she always hears that, that when he takes over, he takes over and she's uh, going to school now to college for business And when she came home over winter break last year, it was the first time she was, you know, first semester she came home. And, um, you know, I always just maybe one time when she's home, I'll ask her about grades and stuff and not try to be overwhelming. But there was a moment where, you know, I told her, I said, look, I said, um, you know, everybody's always talking about how he's going to take over. I said, but really, I said that, you know, you're going to business school like the the opportunity is yours. Like it can, you know, I'm trying to build this big enough that there's room for, not just one person or there's going to be so many different aspects, but like, it's yours, you know, you can, whatever you want to do, you can do, but the opportunity will be there for you. Like it's, it's as much yours as it is his. And she was like, well, like, um, you know, I'm surprised you said that. And I was like, well, you know, I, I always meant it. I said, but you always hear like all other family members, they always say about my son because he's there working. But I was like, you've been doing just as much like, everything you see on, on social media for years was all her pictures. And it's like, you know, she's so invested in the business, but never really gets that, that um, nobody really says that, you know, they just always focus on my son. And I think it was important for me to tell her like, look, like this is as much yours as anybody else's. And she appreciated that. And then she went back to college. Seems like she's taking more classes for, for, 
uh, marketing and more of the, you know, the accounting and trying to figure that side of, out of it too. Like she took a different direction after, after I said that to her. So, you know, and then my hope always is, you know, as a dad and your kids get older, like you want them to come back to you after, after college too. So maybe that's part of it, but I just felt like I should share that. I, you know, when you were saying so much about your, your dad, it really uh, kind of touched me, but you know, there's that part of, yeah, I think you have to be that example at, at some point. I think that's, what's great about the women in pizzas, you know, whether you know it or not, I'm sure there's uh, young girls going to be when they see the, this podcast going around, you know, they're going to, they're going to listen to it and I'm sure they look up to you. And I just think that uh, what, what you're doing there is fantastic. I really do. Well, I appreciate you telling your daughter that because it was a similar situation with my brother and I, and my dad had chosen me over my brother. My brother had been in the restaurant with my parents longer. It was his, my dad's choice to pick me over my brother and, uh, it didn't go well, but I mean, now that we've kind of transitioned, it's gone better, but the same, I I really appreciate you doing that because when she graduates college, she could be the right choice. And it's mostly based on the the needs of the business. Is the business going to be run the same way that you would run it or similar or even better? And it depends on which of, which of your kids is going to be that way, but it shouldn't be, Oh, because your son's your son that he automatically gets it. Yeah. And, and that's what a lot of and then you get into like the old old mentality, like when you have the old uncles in the family, you know, they they just assume and they're all talking and that's what she hears all the time. But um, I know when she was with me in San Francisco, and we were at Tony's and we saw Laura making pizzas for us. And, you know, and uh, I think Lily appreciated that. And then when we were in uh, Boulder and she saw Audrey's pizza shop and was just amazed, like of what, you know, the the people that were making the pizzas, it was, you know, she got to see that there was um, women running pizza shops. It wasn't like, you know, she's just an anomaly of, of somebody that's in the pizza industry because her dad is, you know, so, and, and I don't know where, where it'll go, but I just want to, you know, always have that option for her. if she wants to go back to it. Yeah, she absolutely can, you know, but. That's great. Yeah. <clears throat> now, uh, Nick, just on a side note, I'm absolutely loving your TV in the background on that new screensaver you have with the snow falling down and everything. I just, <laughs> so just a little side note, if nobody noticed that or not. So, yeah. Uh, and it looks like Miss Georgia's on uh pie 52 over there already today. So good job over there. <laughs> She's doing a great job. So Laura, tell us about your, first, um, your new uh, adventure on Sundays. <laughs> uh, well, it's focaccia and all of, things focaccia um but it was just I was playing around with recipes and I was really trying to find something that I really liked and I was just force feeding everyone around me for a really long time and then a friend of mine who was a bar manager he's opening a new restaurant uh in North Beach so same neighborhood in San Francisco but because of the nature of COVID and the shutdown and no outdoor dining and everyone has a parklet, but it's just sitting there empty. They created a pop-up market. So pretty much it was just all small businesses. So businesses that hadn't quite gotten to the big farmer's market size yet. (laughs) And he just asked me one day if I wanted to sell it. And a friend of mine just kind of gave me the nudge, the push that I needed to do it. And it was just one of those things where, 
I've always kind of known like there's something out there in the world for me. I just haven't really figured out what it is or where my place, you know, how I fit into, into what's going. So I just figured I might as well give it a go and, and try it out and see what it's like to put my name, my own name out there on my own and, and do my own marketing and my own branding and doing my own kind of small business in a sense. And it's been fun. I mean, it's nice not having uh, any of the stress that comes with owning a full blown business. But then again, you know, that's who knows where it'll lead. But um, for now, it's just a focaccia pop up. I'm out there on Sundays and uh, it's been fun. And, you know, anyone who's willing to try it, <laughs> I'll feed you. <laughs> that's pretty well, much what it is it true that you're um, you have sold out 100 percent each weekend now? Is that true? Um, not this last weekend because it's been dumping rain and, uh, who am I kidding to think that a million people are going to come out in the rain for my focaccia. Um, (laughs) so it's been fun. Uh, this next weekend, again, it's going to be dumping rain, but who knows? You never know. Um, really it's just an experiment for me. And, you know, if I sell it, that's awesome. If I don't, I'm probably going to give it to you anyway. So Is it another rumor that I heard that uh, there might be a contract coming across your desk with Goldbelly's name on there? Is that is that a possibility in the future? Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) I don't want to say I don't want to say never because you know who knows what the future will hold. But for now, I'm content with doing what I'm doing, and you know, if you want it, I'll send it to you, and. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, keep up the good work. I mean, Thanks. it's amazing what you're doing out there and and um, just going on a limb and 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 a pandemic and California, unfortunately, is getting hit so hard right now. So, you know, kudos to you and keep up that awesome work out there. I'm super proud of you. So, um uh, Audrey, talk to me. Um, and then I, and then I want to ask Georgia something real quick, too. But. Um, any, any possibility there for the future of gold belly for you? Um, we've talked about it, but we have a lot of requests since we were on triple D, but honestly, we've been so busy last year. Like I can't imagine making more pizza to ship out, which right, right. sounds silly. Like we talked about putting another oven in our now storage room that used to be our dining room. Um, I think, yeah, we will eventually, but I don't know. I heard there's quite a wait to get on Gold Belly. Is that true? Well, I, I, I heard I know a guy that uh, could push you through the front of the line. I'm just saying that oh, out. Oh, we, guy. <laughs> we might know a guy, you know. So, no, um, I'm, I'm super excited for you, and I'll I'll definitely be your first customer on that for sure. Um, did you did you start picking up doing delivery? Like, did your staff start delivering your own? Or are you doing third party uh, through the whole pandemic? Um, we're still doing third party. I can, okay. you know, it's rough finding enough people to work in general, much less doing our own delivery. But well, yeah, well, like the market for delivery is so competitive. Cause there's like, I'm sure it's all cities, but there's so many third party deliveries that, you know, they make so much more money at these drivers working for these other companies. But right. as of now, we're just third party, sadly. And, and is that going okay? I mean, are, are you able to still make a, a profit off a of third party? Yeah, we do. I mean, probably like, that 80% of ours is pickup. So we don't do a ton of deliver. Like it's more pickup than anything else, I would say. 
Well, that's a good model. You got a fantastic model going there. So keep it up. So now, Georgia, did y'all start a new store? Is that what I've been seeing on Facebook from the store I went to? So yes or no? <laughs> basically, uh, happened the same things as Nicole. So basically, la almost last year, so February, I took over finally one of my father location uh, in Don Antonio. So the location Midtown. So I'm in completely charge of everything, the front, the back, the office of everything. Uh, so this new adventure it was I really want because I I think I was prepared and I was ready for you know start to really make my decision. It was not really easy. Nicole uh, say about you know also old generation. Uh, my father is coming from Italy, old generation, <laughs> and it was not it was not easy the transition from him to me. So, and the situation of this location, it was really kind of uh, not in good shape. So, and I was not lucky <laughs> because after one, like after three weeks, basically I need to shut down the location. And so I'm, I'm start over. So step by step. Uh, when I opened and I have my chin, so I was prepared for do uh, frozen pizza because I saw more than four years ago there was people asking us for frozen gluten free because our gluten free was really really popular in that kind of moment. But in this location, which is Don Antonio, it was not enough room for uh, not even our normal day-by-day -day preparation. So for this reason, my father opened the last location, which is was, which is a monster's uh, huge location. So little by little, he started to do frozen pizza and he's do go belly. Uh, I'm not into that in this moment because I recreate a new relationship with the customers. I'm trying uh, here in the you know Midtown is kind of crazy area in this moment. So, but uh, and but I'm not into not even in the future because the preparation area is not even you know I cannot put extra stuff. Uh, you know, New York is really not the kind of easy for space to find the you know the right space. Uh, but I'm really happy about what I have right now, about delivery. Maybe I try to sell, um, um, come up with a new project, really short, uh, that Don Antonio never did something like that, about selling stuff. So it's kind of tough for me because, you know, uh, nobody see me as before. So everybody say, oh, I'm the daughter of. No, I'm Georgia, the pizza maker. So for me, taking over this location is really more than just, you know, start to run, uh, manage a location, a pizzeria. So it's kind of step up that I hope everybody see and everybody, you know, other people see in this way. Like little by little, I know a lot of customers, but also other pizza makers 
but you know more customers you know understand who I am my product my idea and also you know women can do a lot more than what they do because everybody think oh you know pizza is men female always stay home cook at home doesn't work like that anymore Right. That's fantastic. And uh, well, I'm so glad y'all are doing well and you're back open. And, um, you know, y'all got hit hard, just as hard as California. I mean, New York, I mean, oh, y'all got hit so hard. So I'm just glad that y'all are doing good and, and staying afloat. And um, it's going to be a great year for you guys. So once we get these vaccinations out there, it's going to be phenomenal. I hope. Yeah. So I, I want just to think to everybody that listen this post but also other you know all, all my colleagues i think i can i can do a lot but if you don't have a team that support you a person that really really support you in another percent and let you have the right space for you know whatever you want to do uh, you know pizza photograph you know whatever in the life that is the secret more in the, in the in a pizza shop or in a restaurant, if you don't have someone that support you, that create, that you know promote you, you cannot do. You cannot be successful. I think. That's awesome, Nick. I know a lot of these ladies need to get back to work. Do you have any other solid questions at the moment? I think they they covered all the points, and you know, like I said, I hope there's other women out there listening to the to the uh, episode, and I'm sure I I that they follow you on your socials, so that when they start to see this episode being shared, I'm sure they'll hop on. I think it's just a great inspiration, and just keep keep doing what you guys are doing. I know I look up to everybody on this call, and um, I can't wait till we can all get together again and and see each other. It'll be fantastic, and um, you know whether it's uh at expo or or maybe it'll be across the seas too that's always fun that's that's probably my favorite honestly so yeah nick i do want to tell you um nicole has started a woman in movement and do-it-yourself van uh conversions with her beautiful (laughs) husband brad so all you women out there that don't think you can't get handy on a on a converting your own van she can do it so make sure you follow her youtube channel on that too so we're proud of you nicole on uh, getting hands dirty there too. (laughs) So thank you very much for everybody for being on today. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Appreciate you having us. Thank you. Nice to see everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Bye. I thought that was a a excellent episode, Siler. I hope you thought the same thing. I know having a daughter that, that, you know, I love so much and, and uh, you always want your, your, your child to follow in your footsteps if that's what they choose. And, and um, you know, they're the ladies we had on today are just a great example of that. And I, I really appreciate what they're doing for the industry, uh, what they're doing for the movement of ladies in pizza, women in pizza. And I just think it's fantastic. And, you know, they're so candid in the way that they share. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and um, 
you know, I've got three daughters and I'm trying to start a brand and me and my wife keep laughing about it. You know, it's called King of Fire right now, but as soon as they get where they can start having their own trailer, we're changing the brand. It's going to go to Queen of Fire. So we're already working on the branding of that, you know, so, you know, we're excited. Um, I only wish and hope that my daughters can grow up and, and love the the craft just as much as I do and these lovely ladies. I mean, they and, and if nobody out out there knows who these ladies are go follow them and see their work it is absolutely amazing they step up and uh, you know we didn't even talk about Brittany saxton out there you know she she got world titles and fastest pizza um the uh largest pizza making she's won box folding competitions at the world pizza games i mean there's so many ladies out there that are just crushing it and um, you know, so this is just a start that I, I just see where they're going to dominate the world, you know, and um, I'm excited to see it and be a part of it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's I know one of the first expos we went to is one of the ones where Brittany crushed like all the records for fastest pizza makers. And, yeah. uh, you know, it was four guys that went, went out there. And we I mean, we talked about that like we couldn't believe it that uh, I mean, she smoked everybody. It wasn't even close. <laughs> Yeah, so the, you're right. There's just so much talent out there. There, there really is. It's it's uh, great to see. And, you know, I hope if you're enjoying the podcast, if you can go over and rate and review us, you can find us anywhere that the podcasts are available. And check us out at perfectingpizza.com if you need some help in your pizzeria. And you also can follow along on Facebook and Instagram. And we will see you next time on the next episode of The Real Slice. <laughs>